In my field of research, access is everything. Sure, it helps to have a creative take on the latest archaeological find, to see things in a new light and possibly come away with some exciting angle that nobody has noticed before. But that's difficult when you're thousands of years late to the party. For once, I'd love to get my hands on a clay pot that hasn't been analyzed by every tool known to man, dated and filed and cataloged down to the last tiny crack. But hand-me-down artifacts are all that you get when you're nothing but a lowly grad student, working his way up the scientific community food chain. I've been trying for years to get something published in a reputable journal, but with the limited access I have to hands-on archaeological experience, it's hard to find something that's never been written about. My professor, Dr. Green, understands my frustration and does the best that he can to encourage me. It's been a blessing to have him around, especially with me being so far from home and lacking the constant praise and assurance from my loving parents. Professor Green has truly been a lifesaver and kept me focused while I come down the final stretch of finishing my degree in cultural anthropology. But suddenly and without warning, Professor Green has disappeared. I walked into the class one day and there was someone new standing before the lecture hall, fumbling her way through Dr. Green's notes while I stared off into space. Apparently, he had been called in for an incredibly important discovery in Egypt, and without a moment to spare, the professor was rushed off across the globe to be part of the next big archaeological dig. Meanwhile, my grades started to slip and my enthusiasm cooled down just enough to slide by with my graduation intact. It had only been a few weeks, and I was already over archaeology, over school, over everything. I was finishing up some late-night reading when the phone call came. The number was unknown, and I normally let those ones go to a message but I instantly knew something was up, based on the unusually peculiar area code. I grab my phone off of the bedside table and sit up in bed. Hello, I say. There's a long pause on the line, as if the wireless signal is somehow traveling extra far just to get to me. Moments later, Professor Green speaks. John, can you hear me? He asks through the steady hum of static. Barely, but yes, I tell him, trying to enunciate as clearly as I can into the phone. Where are you, Professor? He laughs. You wouldn't believe me if I told you. You're going to have to see for yourself. What do you mean? I question, my heart skipping a beat. I'm at the Great Pyramids, he explains, in Egypt, but not the Great Pyramids you're thinking of. We've discovered an entirely new series of structures, four of them so far, entirely underground. What? I shout. Are you kidding me? This is incredible. I know, I know, says the professor. I'm going to be honest with you, John. It's the most amazing experience of my life. I've never seen anything like it. We are the first ones to enter these treasure chambers in several thousand years. I don't even know what to say. I just shake my head in disbelief. Are you still looking for something to publish? Professor Green asks me. I could use some help out here. I paused before answering, not entirely sure if I heard him right. It sounded as though he was asking me to come to Egypt, but with all the fuzz and static, I'm certain that I must have misheard him. Come again? I ask him to the phone. I'm asking you to meet me in Egypt, the professor tells me. There's something going on and I think we could use your touch. 